0: listening to the Fantasy On Tap Podcast, You're ready for this. a podcast where three dudes talk about fantasy football and beer. Here is your host, Nate McAllister. Hello, fantasy football community, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the F to the O to the T. I'm your host, Nate McAllister, and today I got my boy, James the boogie man, gorgeous, joining us. James, how you living, brother?
1: What's up, Nate D-O-double-G, Nathan McAllister, the host of F.O.T. I'm just here chilling. How you living?
0: Uh, You know, man, we're just doing this damn thing. I'm really excited. And then we added another person to this podcast, long friend, Craig, the sweater-wearing Life stealing. I'm not Bomber Anderson. Craig, buddy, how you doing?
2: I'm doing good, man. Thanks for the intro. I uh, I appreciate it, and thank you guys for uh, letting me join this and uh, actually dropping some knowledge, bring some class to this podcast.
0: Well, I don't know if that's the case, <laughs> but uh, I am very happy to have you on. I think you're going to bring a little bit to this, a little background. Um, we got. James, myself, and Craig are all in one Fantasy League I created years ago. Um, That's not how we met, but we all are in that Fantasy League, so we may talk about it from time to time in future episodes. This one, though, we are not going to be talking about it. This episode, we are going to be talking about free agent moves, where people could land. Um, This is kind of like a dream scenario type of episode where we're going to dive into where we think some of these big-time free agents are going to land, and then some places where we would like to see them land, kind of like a dream scenario. So yeah, sit back, grab a glass and enjoy. Um, we all have beers here. We're doing something a little different. We're, not, we're generally not going to get on one beer and talk about that beer. We're going to kind of um, all have our own drinks, talk a little bit about them. So I'll start off with mine. I got a beer from the Heretic Brewing Company here in Fairfield, California. It's a New England style Indian pale ale, 6.5 ABV. Um, It's a citrus-based IPA. That's my thing. I love citrus-based IPAs. I've had this beer many times. It's called Make America Juicy Again. It is an absolute banger. If you haven't tried this beer, honestly, go out, get it. Uh, It's probably my top two beers. Um, I'm just, uh, I, I really like it. It has a really cool little saying on it. That I don't really know. It's called happiness resides not in possessions and not in gold. Happiness dwells in the soul. Um, that was said by some dude named Democritus. Democritus? Democritus. I think that's how it's pronounced. So uh, what are you guys drinking? Nothing apparently.
1: Apparently Craig's, Craig's afraid of the mic. So I guess I'm going to talk. <laughs> I am drinking. Oh, get on the Mind. thing. I'm drinking the Mind Haze IPA made by the Firestone Walker Brewing Company. On the top of this can, it says "Beer Before Glory." It has a 6.2 alcohol volume per 12 fluid ounces. This beer is delicious. Um, I love the taste of it. Um, I drink it quite often. Um, I love the can. The can looks freaking cool. Um... Craig, why don't you announce to the fantasy football community what you're drinking, my guy? Can I
0: can I chime in on that real quick though? Like, I love that freaking beer. Mind Haze is probably the only beer that I like more than the one I'm drinking now. And I would like want to jump back onto my beer. The can is garbage, is the only problem. And sorry, heretic. One day I hope to like team up with you guys. We do an episode in there or something, but man, do something about this can. It's just like an orange top with a little white thing and has this weird little like devil guy which is their dude so um i don't know i've seen a lot better cans and the mine haze yeah you're on point craig would you are you ready finally to chime in on this yeah, or are you oh yeah i'm ready i was let, you know
2: what i figured i was the third guy so i was letting jimmy do his thing you know i'm sorry it took me a minute wait wait but- wait wait hold on hold on listen to this you guys ready oh yeah oh, man. Fuck yeah that actually sounds Yum? good. And that mind haze, Jimmy's been talking about it for a couple of weeks now, and I've uh, I've actually been wanting to try it. And out here in Utah, where I live, I didn't know if we even have that drink. So I got to go to the liquor store. That's what we have. Will you, give them
0: a, will you give the listeners that are not from or have not been through Utah a little breakdown on uh, beer and Utah and how well, it is uh, how it's purchased?
2: Well, yeah. So actually, we just went to a, a normal alcohol content like the rest of you guys, the rest of the country. But we actually, you know, a lot of guys can just go down and get like these mine hazes down at a uh, at a at a what you guys call it the convenience stores or I don't know what you guys call it. No,
1: no, we call them liquor stores too. They are convenience stores like Seven Eleven, but we call Seven Eleven liquor store. That's that's basically. Oh, okay. So we actually
2: have state-run liquor stores that you can only go there and get these certain kind of alcohols. And so, uh, so I didn't have a chance to go get one of these cool ones like Nate and Jimmy. So I kept it to my Utah roots. I got just the original Bud Light. I'm keeping it kind of easy. <laughs> I was, I know, a little ridiculous, but honestly, it's my go-to when I'm hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my buddies, watching football. There's nothing better in my mind than a Bud Light.
0: Honestly, ice cold. I'll drink a Bud Light all day long. Um, if I'm gonna kick a lot of them back, I would. I'm probably. I'm more of a Coors Light guy, but I drink Bud Light. I don't care. The blue
2: can's good. No, um, the blue is can's this, as long- money. Dude, as long dude, as, as it's not
0: the Budweiser. If you get into that old oh. man
2: Budweiser, come on. See, no, dude. I can do the Budweiser. It's that course, that regular course. What was it? What do they call it? The- it's the banquet beer. The ban- come on, yeah. man. Yeah, we're not banqueting here.
0: <laughs> My dad, for some reason, calls those things yellow bellies. And I. he's like, oh, I tossed back up a couple yellow bellies. I'm like, dude, you would. Those things are disgusting.
2: Yeah, yeah. I can do a lot of beers, but just a regular course. I'd rather do like a natural light or a uh, a Milwaukee's best, Disgusting. my dude. Milwaukee's best. I had some good time Disgusting. with it. My uncle gave me a warm Milwaukee's best when we came back the, from a, a hunting trip. That was not good.
1: To to the listeners out there, we have progressed. When I when we were eighteen and nineteen, we used to drink Coors Light and Bud Light. Obviously, Craigie's stuck in the past. No, it's he, that he, redneck He's, Utah he's deeply roots. rooted in his white trash Utah you can- roots.
0: You can and, kind of lump me in on that. I mean, I like some Coors Light. No, uh, I like
1: it too. When when I'm when I'm trying to stay hydrated, I'm drinking Coors Light and Bud Light. But if I'm actually <laughs> trying
2: to drink a beer, then I got to go a little bit more hard than that. Well, well he's going to come sure with I, it next week, yeah, right? I'm or, gonna step it up, you know what I mean? I uh, my bad. Um I was going to no, do a not Corona. Your bad. We all drink it. I'm just no, talking no, smack. No, no. I could have done some hey, 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 hey.
0: No no apologizing on this episode. All right, okay. All right Fuck enough, fellas. Say. We got we to gotta get this thing on the road, and we got to move it along to the fantasy portion of this. Show. So we are going to tap that fantasy keg, and I know we are nowhere near fantasy season yet. We're closer to baseball season, which I'm it's near and dear to my heart, but we're not near that NFL fantasy season. We are in the NFL combine, which makes it feel really good. It's like that time of year where you're like, dang, football season isn't that far away. You do the combine, then you hit the draft. And then it's just like a drought in between. So we're at that uh, combine portion right now, and there's some pretty fast dudes out there. But what we're going to talk about on this episode, like I mentioned earlier, is the free agent portion um, of the NFL and where these guys are actually going to land, which NFL teams are going to land, and um, how that may affect their fantasy value. And uh, kind of just, just BS about that a little bit. So uh, we're going to start it off. We've kind of keyed in on like i don't know like we got like eight guys that we're gonna really lock in on here so um we're gonna start with quarterbacks and we're gonna go to the man he may not be the fantasy god and he may not even be a um the best nfl quarterback anymore (laughs) but it's tb12 tom brady of the new england patriots as of right now um where do you fellas
1: he's a free agent
0: yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I think you always kind of just view him as that. But anyway, who wants to start it off? Where does TB12 end up this offseason?
1: Craig, I'm really interested to hear what you have to say about oh, this. Oh, well, you know
2: what? Honestly, I uh, I think he's going to end up staying with the Pats. I really do. I know there's a lot of stuff going out there right now on the Twitter, on different um, social media things that saying that he's going to be looking elsewhere. But I really do think he's going to stay with New England, and uh, I think actually I like that, but I want to hit back with you guys. What you guys like because I actually have a dream situation with him where I think where I would love to see him go, but I let's, think he's going to stay with New England.
1: Let's hear that dream situation. Let's No, no, no. I, I
0: got a little guess on where this dream situation is. I think he wants, uh, if you don't know, Craig is a Broncos fan, and I think my boy is going to say he wants him to go to the Denver Broncos, resurrect some of that uh, Peyton Manning, uh, Super Bowl aspirations, it is, huh? Craig, I want to hear it come out of
2: your mouth. Come on! I actually said when I was uh, when you guys asked me to be in this podcast, and I I heard last year a couple times Jimmy talking a little bit about the Cowboys and stuff. I was like, I don't want to be that guy that talks about my Broncos. Um, but my dream situation is to see Tom Brady in that blue and orange
0: <laughs> and have
2: have. 3 of the top 5 greatest quarterbacks to ever play for one organization. And I'm talking about Peyton Manning, John Elway, and then Tom Brady. That to me is the dream situation. And so, I don't know, what you guys think?
0: No, I can get on board with that, dude. Like uh it's not my dream situation, but it's just an NFL story. I mean, that's pretty cool. Um it would be. I think you are right on it. Pro- I don't know. I mean, we, don't, we can get on whether Elway is a top five quarterback of all time, but yeah, I mean, it's three hall of famers for sure. So uh, I can get on board there. I like, I like that. Um, my... hell to
1: the no, hell to the no. Hold up, Nate for you, okay. for you jump on yours. There's no way in hell that offensive line is garbage. They are lacking weapons. They have some, they have some decent. Okay. Running backs. I do like their wide receivers. I do like Noah Fant. Um, Got a little bit of work to do on defense, but I think that offensive line. Unless John Elway can pull some magic out in the draft and and sign like Conklin from the Titans and and some other stuff, there's no way in hell that Brady's going to Denver.
0: I could see uh, Brady being pretty vocal about not going there too, though. So I can get on board with that as well. Like he's like, and that is his dream situation. And um, I have to agree with Craig that I believe that. Uh, well, I don't know. A lot of things are saying, you know, they haven't really had a communication in New England with Tom Brady, but I still think he ends up back in New England. I think that is where he lands. But my kind of like just fun dream situation for Tom Brady, uh, I'm going to say, and this is kind of out there, and I don't I think I've heard anyone say it, but I really think that this could work out. And just hear me out the Chicago Bears. Now, I know, I, <laughs> yeah. So I know that they already have a quarterback in place, um, Mitchell Trubisky. We've they seen don't have what your quarterback best, in place he's young I mean we we've seen what he offers, but the Bears have a little bit of cap room. um they have like 18 million dollars in cap room before they sign all their free agents and all that stuff. um they have a decent offensive line. they have a pretty good scheme and they have weapons on offense is the biggest thing um you know as uh, Alan Robbins had a great year last year. And then we have uh, Tariq Cohen out of the backfield. He's kind of that scat back kind of James White types guy. He can uh, go into the slot and really be um, kind of like Julian Edelman or Wes Welker, all these guys that Brady's like really thrived with. Um, they have Trey Burton who could be, you know, that kind of uh tight end, not Gronk, but I mean, still be a weapon out there. Um, they have weapons, they have a good scheme and, I really think Tom Brady could like thrive, I think. And then the the biggest thing is they have that defense. And if Tom Brady is going to go anywhere, he's going to go to a place that can be a contender. I can see the Bears being a a contender. Um, The Bears have already made a couple moves that are kind of strange. Like they let go of Taylor Gabriel, and then they let go of uh, Prince. Prince. Was it Prince? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they let go of that dude, cleared up some cap space. Uh, Could that be a move to go get a big-time quarterback and make a run? I mean, I don't know how many years Brady has left in him, but a good Brady, I mean, a, a Brady at this age is better than Mitchell Trubisky. Um, my my uh, dream scenario, my like dark horse, I'm going the Bears. Yeah, what do you think?
1: Yeah. I, I like that a lot. If you guys follow our Twitter, I actually put a poll out there and, and that was one of my landing destinations um, for every reason that you just talked about. The other, the other thing that kind of is like an X factor and this kind of probably doesn't play into it at all is that Brady is a great cold weather quarterback. So imagine him being on that team and having to travel to Chicago during the playoffs and him just beating your ass.
0: And then Khalil Mack, just throwing you to the ground. See, all right, like, James, get into it. I, oh, oh, sorry, sorry,
2: sorry. No, no, sorry. I, uh, I like everything you're saying with the Tom Brady um, going to Chicago. That's actually uh something I, I, I haven't thought of. Um, but I do disagree with you on that. He has, a lot of weapons and i can kind of i'm going to get into that a little bit later on some other uh some of the other free agents that we're talking about later and uh, i had them highlighted on the people that i think that are missing and maybe we could disagree on some of their weapons that they might have but tom brady and that team actually i think is easily a super bowl contender all right it's my turn
1: uh so i've got two teams all right one of them is my super fantasy and the other one that's more realistic is, is I want to see Tom Brady go to the Titans. All right? First of all, they're going to have to re-sign their right tackle, Conklin. The rest of the offensive line is amazing. They need to re-sign Derrick Henry, but he's got all the weapons in place. He's got Corey Davis, check. Adam Humphreys, the white slot wide re- receiver, which Tom Brady needs, he wants, he craves, check. You've got the speedster, A.J. Brown. you got the defense, but... More important, more importantly uh, than anything, is he has the familiarity of Mike Vrabel. He played with Mike Vrabel. It's probably somebody that he's really comfortable with. They have a lot of cap space, so he can join the team, and they still have a lot of money to play with to kind of mold and make the team work for Tom Brady. So, so that's the first first team that I'm thinking about. But the the dream, the dream that Tom Brady. He wants to go to the 49ers. He's from San Mateo. He was at the catch game. I mean, everybody knows that if you read any stories about Tom Brady. Um, They have a great scheme. Craigie should know the screen, being a Bronco fan. They got the Shanahan zone running scheme. They could take any running back, yep. make, them, make them look great. They have some amazing weapons. George Kittle and Deebo Samuel, okay? George Hittle was number three in Yak. Debo Samuel, being a rookie, was ranked 13 in Yak. Run the ball down people's throats, play great defense, set up the play action pass, you get the ball in the hands of those two playmakers, and you just chill and relax. And then you I mean that's a cool
0: that's a cool theory, but I mean honestly, T B twelve going to Jimmy G
1: come on. He's from the Bay, he's from San Mateo, he wants to go.
0: It's cool. He would want to go home, sure. But Jimmy G's in place. They got him under contract. I mean, and I don't even know if they have any they, cap they, room. They
1: could get out of his contract. They could get out of his contract. Uh, uh, I researched it. I think it. Uh, it, it after two... What? He's going to be in his third year? They can get out of his contract almost completely unscathed. Now, is that going to happen? There's no way in hell they're going to walk away from 49ers Jimmy 49ers have
0: $12 million in cap space right now.
1: Unless you get rid of Jimmy G. Yeah, I guess. All right, and then well, and then Tom Brady, he wants to win another championship. That's the perfect setup. Well, you got everything you want.
2: It's, I mean, it's a dream yeah, situation, you know. For sure, yeah. um, we'll, we'll we'll give you that. Yeah. Okay,
0: well, we'll move on from TB12. Um, all that talk, and we will go to the next quarterback on the list. That is Teddy Bridgewater. Um, can, first of all, doesn't that name just sound like kind of like a Native American name? Hello, I'm Teddy Bridgewater from the Navajo tribe. No? No? No one's I just, touching that?
1: <laughs> I, I've never thought of that, but I wish his name was Teddy Water Under the Bridge instead of Bridgewater.
2: Yeah. Ah, oh, nice. Good little stretch there. Good job, <laughs> Uh
0: But so we, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, um, currently coming off the Saints contract. I know he played over there, got um, kind of shoved in under Drew Brees. Showed what he had when Drew Brees, uh, suffered that hand injury from doing that big old hand high five with um uh, Aaron Donald. And so now he showed what he can do, earned a big paycheck. Where's he going, fellas? Where's the dream situation? Where does he actually land? This one is tough, it's really tough.
2: This one actually was my toughest one, really trying to think about everything when I was going through this, when we kind of put all this stuff together, and uh. I said likely he's going to play for the Los Angeles chargers. I still want to say San Diego chargers. Do you guys so still want to do every, so time. Bad. every time, every um, time, which they probably should. They just, just go back to San Diego, but I think they're going to play for the, he's going to play for the chargers. I said Phillips gone. They got those two running backs, which again, we don't know if they're going to stay or they're going to go, but they got some weapons there. And, a dream situation of mine is, okay, actually I'm going to go back to that one. A wild card here, I, I put a little wild card on this, is going back to Nate and actually having him play for the Bears, which is, uh, for every reason you said about TB12, having Teddy Bridgewater go there, but I said, my dream situation, I know you guys are going to look at me like, what? Actually staying with the Saints.
0: Oh, okay. I got to hear this.
2: It's the dream situation because, and it's not the dream situation for myself, but it's for the Saints. Is I understand that uh, you know from my home state, Taysom Hill is the you know the godsend here. Everybody talks about him here, but I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. So keeping Teddy Bridgewater there and paying maybe him as a premium as a backup, which would suck, and him saying, "All right, I'll be the area parent to Drew Brees." Would be the dream situation for the Saints. I know it's a little bit a little bit different from maybe the, the, the what everybody were thinking when we wanted to put this together, but that's kind of my thoughts on Teddy Bridgewater. I
0: like it. I can dig it. Uh the only problem with it, I was looking at the cap space here. Yeah. And the uh Saints, who want to win a championship, are sitting with uh Drew Brees, arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of our time, um, are currently sitting at nine million dollars cap space. So to retain Teddy. Uh, would pretty much probably take all of that um because that dude's due for a big big payday so oh, yeah, uh, fair enough and I, yeah, and I'm not talking about the candy bar uh, all right <laughs> James what you got what do you got on teddy um where's the old teddy bear going Man,
1: Teddy bridgewater so so I, when I looked at this, I looked at the teams I looked at you know realistically who needs a quarterback and and I have a three way tie because really I feel like he's gonna go to one of these three teams. And they all have something in common, all right? He's either going to go to the Dolphins, he's either going to go to the Chargers, or he's going to go to the Panthers. Okay, the Dolphins have the fifth fifth pick, the Chargers have the sixth pick, and the Panthers have the seventh pick. I really want to see him actually go to the Panthers. I think uh, you got Christian McCaffrey there, okay? You got a number one wide receiver. Um, I would like them to sign Teddy Bridgewater and go somewhere different uh, as far as – you know, go away from the quarterback pick. I think I think the top three or four quarterbacks are going to go super early. The fourth quarterback is that quarterback uh, from Utah State. And at best, he's going to have to sit for a couple of years and develop. So if you're sitting at the seventh pick in the draft and the top three quarterbacks go in front of you, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a great consolation prize. If not, you go to the Dolphins, he has great leadership, great character. He's a bridge for whatever quarterback that you draft. I mean, um, Tua, he's coming off an injury. He's probably going to have to sit for a year. Same thing with the Chargers. I don't know. I I don't really believe in him personally. He didn't do too much for me when he was with the Vikings. I mean, I I saw what he did when he was with the Saints. But, I mean, that offense is amazing, and Sean Payton can make make anybody look amazing. So, I don't know. I really don't have a dream scenario for him. I think he's going to go as a bridge quarterback or – They're going to, he's going to go to one of these teams that are needy for a quarterback and they're going to go somewhere else in the draft.
0: Is it just me or is he like this year's Kirk Cousins? Like Kirk Cousins, you know how he wasn't like, he came, he kind of had not a similar situation because Kirk Cousins was a starter, but he did good. He earned himself a contract. He went and got a contract. Someone bought into him. Or maybe that, uh, the dude, the shit ball that the, uh, um, (laughs) the uh broncos got the other a uh, couple of years ago what was his name uh, um, case keenum yeah case yeah. keenum that that kind of same situation you know what i'm saying like they uh i think he's better than case keenum and i think he's about equal with Kirk cousins he's now if a- we're talk if we're talking about like dream situations i i too don't have a dream situation i like both of your guys' thing except that going back to the saints doesn't really make sense to me but um the panthers would be awesome i think it's his best fit but I think that uh, Cam Newton, they just like announced that they're buying in, doubling down on Cam, and they're going to go with him. So I kind of spun off of that, and I got a little bit of a wild card. Obviously, the Dolphins are in play, but I got another team in the same division, and I'm going to swing around, and we're going to say TB12 leaves, and uh, Belichick goes and gets his backup quarterback. I mean, his new starter, um, which is my boy, Teddy, the Native American, Bridgewater, And uh, he's going to start throwing some touchdowns to Julian Edelman. He's going to smash over there because you said that Shanahan can make anyone good or no, I don't remember who you referenced who can make anyone good over there. I think it was Shanahan, but legitimately Bill Belichick can make any quarterback in his system good. He did it with that other shitball, Matt Castle, and now he'll do it with Teddy Bridgewater and um, he's more mobile than TB12. So yeah, dude, that's my spot right there. I think Teddy. I think the wild card spot is. I don't know what Jim's whistling is. I think he, yeah, he's getting a dog. Oh, his dog, I bet. But TB12 or TB12 out of town. Teddy Bridgewater in the spot. What do you think? Yeah,
1: um, it's good, huh? It's good. No, that well, I, this this is another. It, it's a it's a completely weird moot point. I thought about the Patriots, man. I, I legitimately had the exact same thought that you did. I was trying to find a team that plays indoors, and the reason that I, I say that is because he wears that stupid glove on his hand. He could barely grip the ball. Can you imagine him playing in New England through the rain and the snow and all that crappy weather? I don't know. I just can't imagine him doing it. And what, did, and what did he ever do? He never did jack
0: shit. He led them to the playoffs. They were supposed to beat the Seahawks that year and then the uh, the messed up kick, remember? Yeah, and then he got hurt and then he was forgotten forever. He got taken over by um, Sam Bradford or what? Yeah, T- Sam Bradford somehow came into town, took Teddy Bridgewater's job while he got injured. So I think Teddy Bridgewater has had a, just a, he's done everything right besides get hurt one time. Um, he sat behind Drew Brees like he should have, learned from him, had a great freaking um, opportunity, took advantage of it. Now he's going to get paid. Congrats, young man. Go after your money. Uh, but we got to move on. Let's move on to uh, the running Probably back. Oh, no, wide receivers. Now, huh? Yeah, let's just move on. Yeah, we we'll move on. Craig, you think <laughs> we should move on? Oh, okay. So we're going to move on to the wide receivers. Wide receivers. pass, pass catchers. We got the first one, the biggest one, Amari Cooper. No. That dude resurrected his no. career in Dallas. I mean, that's that, that, that dude's a monster so over great. there. I mean, uh, he's had he was been like kind of spotty his entire career, but he had a great he had a great couple seasons over in Dallas. What is uh where's he going? Let's just start off with the resident cowboy fan. James, the boogeyman, gorgeous Just boogie. Where is Amari Cooper going?
1: Obviously, I mean, the plan is is they're they're gonna with it being a CBA year, it works out perfectly for Dallas because not only can you use the franchise tag, but you can use the transition tag. But I didn't want to do that coming into this episode. Realistically, if he doesn't re-sign with the Cowboys, I'm telling you right now, the dude is gonna end up with the Eagles. The their wide receiver core is a heart is a hot dumpster fire. They're desperate. wide receiver help um and the eagles love to sock it to the cowboys and if they did something like that it would be better than winning the super bowl for them but if he doesn't end up with the eagles can i cut in real quick so what are you saying are you
0: saying that the uh, cowboys are the cowboys are the likely landing spot with a franchise tag and that if he doesn't get franchise tag he could possibly go to the eagles is that what you're saying
1: no, what I, what I was saying is in this CBA, Dak's going to get franchised. He's going to get the transition tag, but
0: the transition tag is $15 million right now for a wide receiver next year.
1: I dude, I believe it. I and and the thing the thing is with him is the Cowboys are in a weird spot right now. They're in a weird spot with Dak and Amari because both guys have question marks around them and and we're not going to I'm not going to dive deep into why, but he has flashes of brilliance, and then he has uh, – Amari has games where he absolutely disappears. He had a lot of games last year. If you watched every single Dallas Cowboys game, which I did – I know not everybody does. He had games where he was just straight up pushing off DBs. He was getting shut down. And then he turns around and has a game where he, he catches 180 yards and two touchdowns, and you're like, man, what's going on? So I still think that they're trying to figure out what he is. Yeah, I know he has explosive, explosive games. Um, but he also has some games where he completely disappears um i'm just saying that if for whatever reason he 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 falls to the cowboys hands the eagles are waiting man they're just waiting their their mouths are drooling they're about to snatch omari up please don't let it happen what do you guys Dude think? no i'm
0: i'm right on board with you eagles for my play i think uh Carson, I'm a big Carson Wentz believer. I think he's the best quarterback in that division. Um, they have a lot of talent in that division, but I think he, in high round draft picks, I mean, uh, three first-rounders, and then Dak, who plays like a first-rounder. But I think Carson Wentz is the best quarterback in that division. I think all he needs is a primetime wide receiver. Alshon Jeffrey to go on the other side. Both of the tight ends, Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, the weapons would be insane. Miles Sanders is an absolute monster. Offensive line, tough. Um, They get Amari Cooper over there and just like bolstered up a little bit. I mean, that's a huge, huge uh, upgrade over Nelson Aguilar. Um, the only problem is they did draft two wide receivers that JJ or Sega whiteside white and uh, some other cat they drafted. But um, I just think that that is the perfect landing spot. I think for the Cowboys, they should let him walk. You got to decide and you should let him walk. They're going to have to pay some dudes. Let this guy walk, pay your quarterback. Pay, you already paid your running back. You're going to have to pay some defensive players coming up. But you know um,
1: you know Jerry Jones pride isn't gonna let him do that. He traded a first round pick for this guy and 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 whether he wants to admit it or not, Jerry never wants to admit that he felt he's gonna pay this fucking guy no matter what. And and,
0: and I think a, you guys got your wide receiver one already. I think you drafted him and now you just made the trade for, for Cooper before you could see what he actually was. But I think you already got your wide receiver one. <coughs> he's tough. Um, Craig, you're gonna chime in on this, or you just gonna let us talk about it?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm here, man. I'm gonna chime in on this. Actually, I wanted to let Jimmy get on on this, and and uh, honestly, you guys are saying exactly what I'm thinking, except for one thing here. Okay, nobody is talking about a team that is my my mind one wide receiver away from having one of the best offenses in the league. Okay, and I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills. All right? Hear me out. Okay? Josh Allen, I think, is a stud quarterback. Okay? All they really have is Cole Beasley. You know what I mean? They got um, – what is it? John Brown, right? Or not John, John Brown.
0: Brown. John Brown yeah. ripped yeah. last year. That dude yeah, was a yeah.
2: monster. But you think you put somebody like Amari Cooper on that team, okay? Josh Allen has somebody else to throw to. I feel that right there. If he doesn't, I think he's going to end up with Dallas. I really do. And I understand Jimmy with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, but I think the Buffalo Bills would be a boom, uh, not a boom, um, a bang for them to, in my mind, put them maybe over the top. What do you think about that? That was something no, you guys didn't talk about.
0: I didn't think, no, I didn't think of them. I didn't think of them once, but the Bills have $82 million worth of cap space before they sign all their guys, do all that stuff. So a ton of cap space. Um, and yeah, I mean, I love Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's a young stud quarterback needs a wide receiver. Uh Amari Cooper's like a better version of Cole Beasley. So, and Cole Beasley an absolutely feasted over there. Um, I think I can get on board with that. I think that's a pretty good landing spot. Obviously, the Dolphins have to be in play, though, too, right? Um, I mean, just all the money. You always have a team like that who just like the Washington Redskins or something just tosses money around. Um, the Dolphins are going to, I think, do that this offseason. What about the Arizona I,
2: Cardinals? I, Larry Fitzgerald, you know what I mean? How many more years does he really have? No, no, One? Yeah, that's that's great. This
1: is the problem, though. Okay. And I'm going off course from the episode, but this is the deepest draft for wide receivers that that's probably been ever. I don't know if you guys have been looking in the draft or, or paying attention to it, but but this draft is deep at wide receivers. The the other two teams that I wrote down, I wrote down the Broncos, okay? They need more weapons for their young quarterback. Amari, yep. he separates, he gets open, right? He, he would be great for that young quarterback. And then I wrote down the Colts. T.Y. Hilton, he's starting to get over the hill. He can't stay healthy. They need some weapons over there. They've got a lot of cap space. I think
0: I think they should go after Amari Coop, uh, Cooper, too. 86 million. Uh, that's a lot. That's the second most available cap space before you start signing, guys. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a toss-up wherever Amari goes, but wherever it goes, I'm going to be following him because I think he's a stud. He's a wide receiver one, low end for me this year, probably no matter where he goes. So Amari uh, Cooper. Next guy on our list, not as exciting as Amari Cooper, but this dude has home run ability. Craig just loves this guy, Robbie Anderson. Uh, I'm going to let Craig start it off with this just because he loves Robbie Anderson so much. He was so excited to talk about Robbie Anderson. Craig, tell me about Robbie Anderson and tell me where this fool's going to end up.
2: Honestly, this is the one guy I didn't want to talk about. Robbie Anderson doesn't do anything for me. But we'll talk about him. All right. And actually, if I remember right last year on one of your episodes, I called you up. I was in a bind on something and I said, hey, who should I go with? And you, I didn't want to go with Robbie. And you said, go with Robbie. I remember this. What? I remember this vividly. Um
0: and yeah, you were gonna go with. Uh, actually, I guess it's not that vividly because I don't remember who you were I was. Go I, with.
2: I wanted to go with Emmanuel Sanders. Probably yeah, he Manu- said Robbie, though, huh? And you said Robbie, and what happened?
0: Yeah, Robbie didn't do very well. But, first of all, first of all, he's <laughs> boomer bust, buddy. Name is Robbie. Come on, <laughs> okay. No, but no, but for real, Robbie Anderson has been boomer bust. Um, I maybe just have this very good opinion on Robbie Anderson right now because I rode him out uh into like the championship in my in one of my leagues so uh robbie anderson sticks really well with me uh but you'd still you just you maybe get off into a tangent about robbie anderson this is about you and I'm your sorry. love for him and how you are going to tell me where this man is going to end up so uh, craig please tell me where robbie anderson okay. ends up in your dream scenario it's so- the broncos right
2: No, not the Broncos, but I will tell you that I think that the Eagles are a big landing spot for him for every reason Jimmy said about Amari Cooper, right? And he's definitely not as good as Amari Cooper, but he definitely brings something else to the table. Um, Here is a – what do you guys think about this? What about the Green Bay Packers? The Green Bay Packers named one wide receiver – yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Adams. That dude, that team pissed me off so bad last year. I had Aaron Rodgers as my quarterbacks and Valdez Scantley couldn't catch a ball. Um, a couple of the other guys they have a bunch of nobodies besides Devontae Adams in my mind. So, uh, I think in my mind, that right there would be the perfect situation for Robbie Anderson. What do y'all think?
0: No, well, I like it, I like that a lot, Robbie Anderson. Um, to a quarterback like that, he stretches the field, break, leaves everything open for um, my boy. Uh, and then with that big-time running game with Aaron Jones, they let him loose. No, that could be nasty. I like Robbie Anderson to the Packers. I think uh, that's very good. James, uh, is Robbie Anderson to the Packers your answer, or you got somewhere else? Where you got I've got I've got two teams I re-
1: I wrote down and for two different reasons. The first team that I wrote down was the Raiders because I feel like Robbie Anderson – is like one of those quintessential perfect raiders. He's he's not perfect. He has a, his character isn't a hundred percent, and and I feel like a uh, he would just fit in perfect with the raiders. And then I agree with Craigie a hundred percent. Craig, I got to give you some support on this one. I think if he goes to somewhere like the Packers, he sees the credibility of the quarterback and. The Packers are able to buy him on the cheap. They're able to buy him on the low, get him on like a two-year contract. Aaron Rodgers is starting to get towards the end of his career. And let's sign this guy for a couple years. Let's get you a little bit of a known commodity. Get him up in Green Bay where he could kind of – I mean, New York is not the best place to be if you have character issues. Get his ass up in Wisconsin. Clean your act up. and and try to do something with your career. I think the the Packers buy him on the cheap, and they add him to
0: their team, and he blows up. Yeah, yeah, I get on with that. Uh, I got two other teams that I kind of was thinking he ends up. I think think the Jets have another run at him. The Jets do not have any weapons. Um, Jameis Crowder, they have Le'Veon Bell they spent some money on. There's no weapons there. Uh, I, I could see them maybe being in on the Amari Cooper, or if not, I mean, you have to settle on the best wide, the second-best wide receiver in this free agent pool or draft one of those dudes that Jimmy uh, mentioned, and I think Robbie Anderson's right there. So I think he could end up back with the Jets, and I think that's a very likely scenario. Or I could see him in this situation, just random. The Washington Redskins just go out and do the, get this guy. They already spent some high draft capital in in Haskins, and then they got Scary Terry over there who's shown what he can do um, they've they let go of Paul Richardson So I really think that There's some room over there And there's some um, They're trying to acquire weapons Right now They got Darius Geis AP um, Thomas Or Thompson And then um, They need another wide receiver And I think that Robbie Anderson just fits that mold, and it's just a—it's a, a Redskins thing to do, right? Just yes, to get this, 100%. like, yeah,
2: isn't it? <laughs> you were just no saying the Redskins, and I go, that is a Redskin hundred <laughs> no like, percent. They're like, dude, let's get this guy. You know yeah, what I mean? no, no, no like, they
0: always do, and they overpay for him too.
1: Yep, I—I I disagree with both you guys. I think the Redskins are turning over a new leaf. Um, they said they're going to give the power to Ron Rivera, and I don't think that's not a Ron Rivera Riverboat, movie. I love it. He's not ending up with the Redskins. He's going to be with the Packers.
0: I like the Packers a lot more, especially for fantasy, because I do not believe in Dwayne Haskins. Uh, don't look back at an episode last year where I was like, Dwayne dude, Haskins is the dude, truth.
1: Have, have you been reading the news? They, I mean, the Ron Rivera interview today, he he straight up said that they're looking at all options. I don't even think Dwayne Haskins is their guy. They have the second overall pick in the yeah. draft. Everyone's already well, saying, oh, they're, they're going to take Chase Young. They're not taking Chase I don't believe Chase that Young.
2: to be true. Their best is no, their they- third quarterback. <laughs> Who is their third quarterback? Alex Smith, baby.
0: Oh, oh shit. <laughs> my guy. Go use I was go talking Utes. about Alex Smith the other day and this is totally off topic, but Alex Smith is like the the best, worst quarterback ever. Like he got drafted, high pedigree, Number played one. well for the 49ers. They just said, Hey, Colin Kaepernick, go take this dude's job. Then he went over to um, the Chiefs led them to the playoffs. He played well. Then they just said, hey, young kid, Patrick Mahomes, go take this dude's job. Then he goes over and snaps his leg in half. Like, damn, what do you, what does the dude have to do to like, I don't know, at least he has a hot wife. So there you go. Anyway, let's move on. We're going hey, on. Well, uh, you know
2: what I was thinking is, we're, you know, we're throwing this out here. Maybe we should uh, figure out like some bets we can put together on where all these guys end up landing on what we're, uh, we're throwing out.
0: Whenever Dogging. you guys would like to throw out a bet, I am Bro, down for eight. Whatever it's bet, on like, recording like s- right now, we're recording. We're gonna like shit slap back. bet it Whatever or something fucking like that. Money
1: you want to put on this, shit,
0: Craig? Let's do it. No, no, we don't do money. We got to do something like, 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 a, chug, like
1: chug a beer out of a cup that you buy from the Goodwill.
0: Yeah, one thing I
2: want to
1: hear from all
2: you guys out there Without that are listening it. to us is what do you guys do? for Your guys' uh, punishment for taking last place in your league, too. That's no, I'd love to hear that. I want you guys to throw out to us after you guys listen to this, throw out to us what you guys and we'll have what we'll throw that out on our page. Also, I want to hear some good stuff. Go ahead, Nate. I really
0: like, I'd really like to hear that. No, I really would. Uh, Craig's on this rant about how we don't have a punishment and people might just tank our league. So uh, we won't get on a huge rant about it. I don't want to like start getting on that because we're already going long, but um, please, yeah, hit us up with that, uh, get us going. Um, we're moving on to running backs because those are only two real relevant wide receivers. We're going to the dude and this guy. I'm a, I am go. I got to go. I gotta say this. Like I had a man crush on this guy for like his first two years in the league. Thought he was the man. I even dug his little like big old ponytail. He had out of the back with that one dread. I thought he was a beast and uh, he couldn't pass him, or he couldn't pass to Marco Murray. He couldn't run when they gave him the ball. And I was like, finally, I said, I'm giving up on this dude. Even his badass games he had at the end of two years ago, I was like, nah, screw this guy. And now I'm finally back on the Derek Henry train. Choo, choo, choo. King Henry. Dude, that guy is a man. And where does King Henry end up? This should be the guy of the show right here. Where does he go?
2: Oh, this is definitely the guy of the show right here. What do you guys got? I'll let you guys. Anybody got anything that's more important than what I got? Let's see what I, you got. I do. feel
1: like Nate needs to go first on this because he seems very passionate about yeah, this.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, well, I wasn't prepared to go first, or do, but. Or do you want to go last? Will, you know what I mean? No, the most of course, important. no. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say that at all. But <laughs> okay, so Derrick Henry, I think most likely landing spot, most likely landing spot for Derrick Henry is going to be the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Now, It's. They have a great offensive line. Their team is built around him. They cannot replace him. There's not another running back in the draft, and there's not another running back in the free agency market that can replace this man. Deion Lewis, no one on the roster can replace him, so Deion Lewis can't do the dang thing. So Derrick Henry is a priority for them right now. Um, The only problem is that they also have Ryan Tannehill and a quarterback situation that they're going to have to address. So it's going to be tough to juggle that whole situation but I do think Derrick Henry ends up back in Tennessee. Now, if you looked at my uh, Instagram post that I threw out there, I threw out uh, I think really four teams that I thought were like um, big landing spots, one being the Titans, and then we got we go down to the Bucks, which I just think would be a great one because I don't think old Rojo is the man and Peyton Barber is garbage. Um, they haven't had man. a
2: running back since Mike Allstott and Warwick done, dude. That team... Yeah. <laughs> No,
0: that's the truth. And (laughs) then uh, Miami always could throw some money at it. And I think Brian Flores might want a guy like Derrick Henry. They don't really have. Kalen Blas is trash. But the real landing spot and the place that I would just drool over is if they can team him up with Deshaun Watson and Mm. DeAndre Hopkins and he could go win the freaking – basically win the AFC. I think you put him up there – they're, they're the front runner of the AFC. I think they surpass Patrick Mahomes. They take out my boy Ben and the Steelers. Of course, TB12 is gone. They take out the Patriots. This team would be the team to beat with already Deshaun Watson, who I think is probably the second best quarterback in the AFC it, over my boy Lamar. And then they can run the rock. Top five. Yeah, Let's for sure. What? And then, and then uh, if Carlos Hyde can run the rock over there, tell me. That that big mother can't just smash. Please oh, tell me I'm no. wrong. Please.
1: No, you are not wrong. First of all, to all the listeners out there listening to this podcast, you guys got to go check us out on Instagram because Nate puts out some amazing posts with some some beautiful pictures. But let me just reiterate whatever everything I already posted on it. The reason I love him going to the Texans is for a couple of reasons. Number one, Lamar Miller is about to. He's 28 years old right now. Okay, Carlos Hyde. Is twenty nine. Anybody out there listening? Do you believe in Duke Johnson? No, nobody no.
0: believes in, in Duke Johnson. <laughs> they all did right? trade for him, though. They <laughs> traded for him. Oh, and they I didn't did. touch on this. They have sixty one million dollars in cap space prior to signing whatever they have to sign. I don't know what's available out there, but sixty. They, they, they got a.
1: They got to lock down their left tackle that they just traded two first round picks for. All right, from Miami, mm-hmm. they got to do that. Okay, but the 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 major reason I feel like Bill O'Brien he he's getting towards the end right now. Okay. He, he's the GM. They've given him all the power to do whatever he needs to do. He needs to make a huge move. Okay. And what better move to do than sign him? You weaken the Titans, you strengthen your team. Okay. You got two old aging running backs that aren't the workhorse. All right. And you don't have a first round pick. Okay. So, you, you're going to go into free agency, and you got to address some needs. And like Nate said, freaking <laughs> hi, Nate. Uh, hey, uh, you you already got the wide receivers. The last time they had a great running back was my boy Arian Foster. They haven't had a great running back since. Take out your num- baby. Take out your number one competition in the division. By taking their great running back and adding them to your team and just smash their ass. Craig,
2: what you thinking, boy? So we're
0: on board. We got two votes for the Texans. Craig, are you going to make it a trio or you got something well, else?
2: Well, honestly, if you put him on the Texans, I agree with you. That is a Super Bowl team. That Because right now, that team, neither of those two can really run the ball. And if you can maybe take a little bit of that uh, pressure off to Sean Watson like uh I think that's one of the main reasons that you're talking about him being there you you take the uh, pressure off to Sean and then that opens up um Hopkins and will the thrill right and uh and, and Kenny so, Stills yep And oh, got Kenny Stills I forgot that cat was there too so yeah that right there would is a Super Bowl team if they can pull that off but I think he stays with the Tennessee Titans I think he should stay with the Tennessee Titans um
0: but, it's probably the dream scenario because the Tennessee Titans ran the ball more than any person, I mean, any team in the league. Yep. Like, so it's probably the dream scenario. The, the,
2: yep. This is this is
1: my only thing with that though. Mike Vrabel played for Bill Belichick. Okay, one the greatest coach of all time. I mean, we could debate that at a later time, but in the, my opinion, another the greatest podcast. coach of all time. And and I think they're gonna let him walk. They gotta let him walk. You can't pay that much for. Dude, a run. I that smell. Cow-
0: I smell up a bet right here because I would be willing to bet. Uh, uh, we'll, we can do we can do the goodwill bet that he will be playing for the Titans this year.
1: If if he does play for the Titans, it's got to be at a reasonable price. And yeah, but I can we
0: cut, Can we do a bet for the goodwill chug? You go now to uh clear this up for listeners. The goodwill chug is you go to the goodwill, you take a glass from the goodwill without washing, and you have to pour a beer in it and chug it. Are you willing to bet the goodwill chug that he you get the you get the field? Um, he could go anywhere else. All I get is the Titans.
1: I, I the. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> ah, I know, no, I'm I'm down to do the goodwill chug.
0: Okay, so we're on, we're on. Everyone heard all the listeners. You heard all twelve of you out there have heard that we're going to do the goodwill chug. Okay, now continue on with your. Okay.
1: But this is my stipulation to it. Okay
0: no stipulations
1: yes if he's franchise tagged then i'm not doing the goodwill chug because 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 come on bro that's whack dude i gave you
0: 31 teams i'm taking one
1: bro you're taking the most likely one come on we all we all know i mean if you don't
0: want the deal then just say hey i don't want the goodwill chug
1: no i'm not i'm
0: not about to take a sucker's bet okay he's out he's out okay (laughs) anyway okay so let's move on we got past king henry we know where he's gonna land Probably in Tennessee. We'd all kind of love to see him end up in Houston. But let's move on. This one, oh, man, we're going to let James just take away this one. I mean, I have a place that I'd like him to see him go. But Kenyon Drake, I'm not too excited about this running back. I think he's cool, but I think he's cool if he stays in in Arizona that's my only spot I want him to land I don't want to see him anywhere else I saw what he could do in Miami I saw how they utilized him in that offense and he was successful I'm good and I'm in on Kenyon Drake if he stays in Arizona otherwise I'll fade that dude James what do you got I
1: agree I agree with you the best value for Kenyon Drake I mean you struggle in Miami you struggle in Miami and then all of a sudden you break out with the Cardinals you need to find a way to stay in that place because you found something that worked for you, and, and why switch it up and go somewhere else and and end up? Do in you the think same- Chase
0: Edmonds? Do you think Chase Edmonds uh, factors into that at all? Because he had that great game and then he got hurt.
1: Mm, I don't know. Th- this is the thing. I'm that that kind of trips me out. I think I think it's in the best interest of him, not necessarily the team. But for him, because that offense is about to break out. That that offense is about to blow up. No, if, yeah. If you definitely. guys are listening, you guys need to snatch up Kyler Murray.
0: Kirk uh um, uh Kirk Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, yeah.
1: Christian Kirk. Guy? Anybody in that offense, it started clicking right towards the end of the season. And I think he's more of a product of that offense. And I think his best value and the smartest move for him personally is to stay with the Cardinals. I did write down one other team because I feel like he is going to be able to be bought on the cheap. And if you could get him at the right price, if I'm the Lions, I'm really interested because... You don't carry- like
0: carry on my wayward son.
1: Craigie, what happened with carry on? Anyways. uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Context just, just to so that, listeners- I traded
0: OBJ straight up for carry on to my boy Craig. Both, there was oh, no winner man. in that trade. There was no winner.
2: No, we both. There's lost. No win- there,
1: yeah. there is no winner in the trade at the end of the day. But, 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 but. So you guys out there that are listening know Nate traded Carry On straight up for OBJ, and very shortly after that, Carry On Johnson's season was over. So at the time, it looked like a horrible move, but it turned out to be all right. But, but my point is, is, is Carry On Johnson. He hasn't proven to be the number one back. I know we all want him to. Uh, he went in, He went high in some fantasy drafts last year, but he only ran for 403 yards. Behind on Johnson, they had Bo Scantling, who was originally drafted <laughs> by the Dallas Cowboys in the seventh round. They didn't even keep him. They let him walk. He was signed off of a practice squad.
0: Hold they up. Some... J.D. McKissick. That what? is a monster. <laughs> JD, <laughs>
1: come on, bro. But anyways... Uh, my, my, anyways, my point is is Matthew Stafford is starting to get towards the end of his career. Okay. He's winding down. I mean, he probably still has some good, some, if he some would good stop getting leg.
2: hit, he'd have a little bit more a couple years, but that offensive line is garbage. <laughs> I exactly. mean, you can say that about a lot of teams, but yeah, but, but Broncos. my point
1: is the quarterback's best friend is a running back. And right now, Carrion Johnson's coming off an injury. If you can get Kenyon Drake on the cheap, which I think you can. I think he's worth the risk if you're the Lions, but yes, he needs to stay with the Cardinals.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I can see the Lions happening. I just don't, I'm not a buyer. If he goes to the Lions. I'm not a buyer. If he goes anywhere except stays in Arizona. No,
1: no, just I, I I agree with you. I'm just, the Lions need to buy.
2: Yeah. The smartest thing for him is to stay there. Like you said, from what you guys are saying, you know what I mean? That just said he proved himself last year in that offense, stay there, make your money. You know what I mean? And then let's, you know, And if you uh, have a couple good years, maybe that big contract comes later. But I think he has to stay there.
0: Yeah, I think he gets paid there too. He's going to get a good contract, I think. Uh, Especially with David Johnson maybe exiting, but he's going to get a one-year deal for six million. No, they at least get him for three. I bet you uh, three with an hour. Yeah, it's three for eighteen. I think is what they're going for. Um. Anyway, we're going to go to the next running back on the list, and we're going to go double dosing it. We're going to move in to these two cats. uh, Austin Eckler, who was a fantasy darling for all of you owners out there, and then Melvin Gordon, who was a fantasy absolute beast in 2018. (laughs) I mean, because 2019, we know what happened. He fucked himself. Come on, really? Like The dude messed himself up. He should have reported camp. He should have played out his contract. He should have ran the rock. Austin Eckler would have been that third down pass catching back sometimes because he can actually catch the ball. Melvin Gordon can, uh, but he messed himself up. He gave Austin Eckler an opportunity. They see what's going on there. Where do both these guys end up, fellas? Come on.
2: Tell me now. So I, I wrote a list down here and I'm glad we kind of, we, we lumped these two together so I can kind of say, you know, all these teams together It makes more sense. These are my teams. And I want you to tell me if you guys think I'm wrong. These are the teams that need running backs right now, in my mind. Okay, and, and so I don't know who's going where out of these two, or where even they should be. But it's in my mind, it's one of these teams. Okay, you have the Bucks. We've already talked about them. You got what'd you call them last year, Rojo, right? Rojo. Yeah, and, and and Barber, right? And then we got the Lions. We already talked about them with Carrion Johnson. I don't think he's the answer there. That's just and the Bills. Their starter is Frank Gore. Right and oh, so, no, 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 no. Yeah, Craig, they
0: got Devin on, Singletary. No, my no, guy. Devin Singletary. No, Devin Singletary, no, Devin yeah, Singletary flirts with the top ten finish this year. I don't say they go after anybody, but God, continue, right, okay. continue. I you, the Bears,
2: the Bears, because I am not a, I do not think, um, Tariq Cohen or Montgomery is the answer there. So I think if I'm the Bears, I'm looking at a running back, and then I like
0: the Bears and Melvin Gordon. I think you're see, onto something and there.
2: And you got the Dolphins and then a couple teams. You know what I mean? I threw in here the Texans. You know what I mean? We talked about that a little bit earlier. The Colts. Do we really buy into Marlon Mack? I don't know. Um, Falcons, Devontae Freeman. He ain't getting younger. And so I don't know. I think so. I have no real where I think any one of these guys are going to end up. And I, I I'm do. kind of giving you a broad I thing, do. but I do believe it's one of those. I've got some very specific 16, teams. but I want Jimmy. Give me specifics.
1: I, I,
0: Jimmy's itching. Just let him in. Just let him. I'm, in. I'm gonna give you some.
1: I'm gonna give you some specifics. All right. I, I Austin, like specifics. A, Austin Eckler has one team written all over his name. If that dude hits free agency, he's gonna go to the Patriots because he is a a B up version. What What is Homeboy's name? I can't think of Homeboy's name right now. They're pass catching back. White. Yeah, White. I think he's a better version of White. I think he could run the ball better. I think he catches the ball better. He's a better built running back. He's a better version of him. I think they're hurting on offense and and I think they're going to be able to buy him at a reasonable price. He's going to want to go play for the Patriots whether they keep Tom Brady or they get a new quarterback. Like I said earlier, a running back is a quarterback's best friend. If Tom Brady stays, he needs somebody that can run the rock a little bit better. Sony Michelle is not getting the job done. And he could catch the ball really well.
0: Um, with Melvin Only Gordon, problem with that I have Yardy on that, though. It. Only Can I mention something about that, though? Like, the only yeah, problem. Let me the hear you only problem. Like, I love the fit. I think it's awesome. I just don't think it's in the cards because they spent two high-round draft picks on these running backs. And they still have Rex Bel- Burkhead there. And they I don't still think Bill
1: Belichick gives a shit.
0: What does he, he do? Does- he can't. He's he smart don't care enough about not to roster picks, the five freaking running backs. So he's the most I,
1: ruthless coach of all time. You think he cares about if he spent a first round pick on a running back or not? Uh,
0: I mean, I just think there's too much there. And they didn't they, they haven't even they didn't even test out the rookie last year, so I don't know. I, I mean I love I, I it. Think, I love the fit. I think he's awesome for that fit. I just don't think I it, think he's
1: a great fit. I don't think he ends up going there because he ends up pricing himself out of there. Some other team's gonna be desperate for a running back and they're gonna sign him. But um with Melvin Gordon, I wrote down three teams and I want to throw out a little bit of trivia out there. If either one of you guys can guess this, I'll give you 37 cents. Who was the leading rusher for the Dolphins last year?
0: Oh, uh, that's a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Give me my 37 cents. They get
1: 37 cents. 37 cents. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it out of my fucking penny bank and, and bring you 37 cents. Ryan I want that in
0: all Indian head pennies, please.
1: Oh yeah, let me let me find those. I have them in my penny bank. Ryan Fitzpatrick rushed for 243 yards last year as the leading rusher of the Dolphins. I think, I think Melvin Gordon, he has great character. He's good, not great. I think he would go down there and be a leader for the Dolphins. They're lacking leadership. They obviously traded. They had a yard sale last year and sold anything that they had. I think that's a great fit. Um, I think the Bucks are a great fit. I agree with you right there, Craigie Craig Anderson, because fucking Kangol hat he loves his running backs when he was in Arizona he had the best version of uh what's homeboy's name that died David Johnson rest in peace David Johnson um he he likes his running backs he likes them to catch the ball he likes them to run the ball and I think Melvin Gordon can do both but here's the last one Craig and this one's gonna be a a stab directly to your heart but the Broncos the Broncos they need a man you know what I'm saying Philip Lindsay he rushed just over for a thousand yards and he's that cute. hair. And he's no that Nate, hair is Nate, money. Nate loves that to hair. talk about his hair. And he's cute. <laughs> and he's little. And he and he likes to run hard. But you know what? He's not a man, bro. They need a man over there. And like we said earlier, weaken one your divisional opponents while while making your team better. They they need to make waves, especially if they're gonna be uh Craig, what's your what's your quarterback's name? Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Drew Locke's gonna be going in his second season. Running back is a quarterback's best friend, and I feel all like right. all
0: right. Hold up, hold up. I got my guys now. We got so m- I'm not gonna say much on Melvin Gordon because I think you already touched on the team that's going to sign him. I think he either obviously goes back to the Chargers for a reasonable contract or he goes to the Bucks because
2: the Bucks need he, so much. no, they need something, it's and that- no exactly. way he goes back oh. to the Chargers.
0: I think he could. I think that's a possibility. Now, now, now. I think there are not a lot of fits for Austin Eckler because he's not going to fit in most people's offenses. So it's really hard for me to speculate where Austin Eckler goes. But I'm just going to throw out a little bit of a dream scenario here. Tell me Austin Eckler in a red jersey playing for the Kansas City Chiefs just isn't sexy as motherfucker. Like, dude, that is... Bad Damian Williams, he's all right, but Austin Eckler in that jersey, pumping it out with Patrick Mahomes, tell me those weapons just wouldn't be ridiculous. Fits perfectly. I love it.
2: Honestly, I was gonna let I was gonna say the Chiefs on a couple of these running backs, but I didn't know what kind of response I was gonna get from you guys. So I'm actually kind of glad you said something about them because in my mind, Shady McCoy, he's gone. He's you know what I mean? You know, he, he's shady, right? But <laughs> <laughs> Williams. I do not think that he is I know he had a good Super Bowl and a good playoff run but bringing somebody in like that that can, you know, that um that Patrick Mahomes can dump the ball off to that is pretty sexy. And, uh, I looked at
1: I looked at the Chiefs cap space. They don't have that much cap space. They got to they got to sign Chris Jones. He's about to get a fat contract. The one running back that I wrote down that I didn't mention was Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake goes there. He accepts a really cheap contract for a potential to be in a good offense and win a Super Bowl. You think
0: Kenyon Drake literally takes more money than Austin Eckler? You think Austin Eckler gets paid more than Kenyon Drake?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Bet he's more dangerous.
0: He's more dangerous back. Would you like to take that? Uh would you like to take the goodwill bet?
2: that man that, Jim, uh, you're gonna have to take one of these dude dude I, he's I'll, not you can't keep on backing out you're gonna have to take one back bro out. you
1: don't think austin eckler is gonna make more money than Kenyon drake
0: i obviously don't because i tried to bet you all just right now.
1: that's the bet right there then
0: okay okay guarantee he makes more uh anyway but yeah no i mean Kenyon drake fits but i mean i'd love him even more there than i would in arizona i just don't i can't see him affording him they have 13 million dollars in cap space they get rid of some of those running backs they find room for somebody else, but. Okay. Anyway, we got the bet on all you listeners, all 12 of you out there. Keep us honest. No, we're, James we're is double going that to. 12. It. We're, oh, yeah, we're we get 24. Du- yeah, we're in
2: no, We get yeah. 24. We get 24. My all mom, right. so,
0: your mom. Exactly. No, we got that. Unlock. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's man, the last that's, dudes. That's the last dudes. I thought I was going to the list. I was going to pull one more dude off the hat. Um, but no, nah, that's it. So. Thank you, fellas. I think this was a very successful uh, first episode with the three of us. I hope you guys enjoy this uh, new audio setup we have. Um, It's new to us, so um, we're going to see how that actually rolls out. Make sure you continue to follow us. We're going to try and put out content at least once a week um, with the three of us, possibly just two of us if one of us can't fade in. That's one of the reasons why we added the third person so we can just Keep that flowing on with the great content all year long. But in the off season, we're trying to hit up at least one episode a week. Craig and I will be out at the draft. So if you're going to be out at the draft, hit us up. We're going to be there. James is talking about being out at the draft. He's talking about calling out sick, coughing a little bit, but we don't know. But we don't know. I mean, it could happen. Uh, So follow us on Instagram at uh, fantasy on tap. Uh, James, throw out that Twitter handle.
1: It is tap underscore fantasy. I just want to say what's up. Thank you to our host, Nate McAllister, Nate, D-O-double-G, Craig. I just want to, I hope you got all your butterflies out and you had a fun time recording this episode. I want to say thank you to all the fans on Twitter, to uh, all I the Love fans. you, Mom. <laughs> all the fans that are instagram and pretty soon craig's gonna have a facebook out and we're gonna be able to say thank you to all of our facebook fans
0: but and tiktok right craig
2: no we're not TikTokin', tiktok you, and you don't stop yeah, and you tiktok and you don't quit right craig yeah, yeah maybe we'll do a tiktok one when me and you're at the draft you know what i mean and uh we mean you're gonna try to go live at the draft right is that what we're talking yeah
0: that's what we're talking so uh,
2: awesome.
0: all right but guys well
1: Seriously, I want to say thank you to all our fans. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Please like, share, retweet, comment,
0: show us some love. Wrap it up, Nate. Yep. Take it home, Craigie? No, <laughs> no this is your rodeo, no, man. I, I was just going to be like, take it home, Craig, because you didn't say anything, and you were, I thought you felt left out. but No, um, no.
2: I Nah, man, I don't feel left out. Uh, this
0: cat's cool. Um, All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. We appreciate all the love, support. Until next time. Peace.